Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I have a map right here. to take another ride a to come map? back. Yeah. What's a map? It's a scenic map. I haven't seen a map in... <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a doily. You just put your beer on it. It's, 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 you it's, have a map? What kind of truck has a map? Don't no, you guys have GP? In other words... You brought another... it for me because you thought I used maps? <laughs> This is the plaintiff, Roy Williams. He says he was hired to drive a truck for the defendant, and that guy's stiffing him on his pay. He's tired of getting the runaround with this unscrupulous businessman. He's not going to try to take the law into his own hands, and instead he's suing him here and now in this court for the $2,000 he's owed. This is the defendant, Harry Wazer. He says he's been in business for 28 years and he's seen it all. But this guy, the plaintiff, takes the cake. The first delivery, he damaged the goods. And on the second job, he disappeared on the road for three days and couldn't be reached. The guy costs him all sorts of lost money due to his antics. And he doesn't owe him a penny. He's accused of trucking around with a driver. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $400 for the money he gave the plaintiff to buy two cell phones. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Thank you, Douglas. Roy Williams, you are suing Harry Wazer and AGW Logistics, LLC. You're the owner? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a trucking company? Yes. Okay. For $2,000 in unpaid wages that you say he refuses to pay you, you have a counterclaim against him for $400 for phones that you say he is holding hostage to paying you, and you feel that he's lost you so much money that you shouldn't have to pay him. All right. How did you two meet? I'm Craigslist, Your Honor. Okay, and so what did the Craigslist ad say? Uh, Looking for a driver's CDL license to transport and make deliveries. Okay, and so you come in for an interview. Yes. And what's he say? Uh, We we spoke once, we spoke twice, and he said he's going to pick up a truck. He'll be calling me the next couple days, next uh, week or two. Okay. So he called me back for the week or two. He sent me to pick up a truck out of um, Linden, New Jersey, uh, Penske, uh, South Park Avenue, picked up from the... uh, Wait, but were you hired, or what was the deal? Yes, ma'am, I was hired. All right, and what was your pay supposed to be? 1000 a week. Okay, and what, did you sign any papers or anything? No, Your Honor. All right, so what day were you hired? Uh, the 28th of February. And then what happens? I picked the truck up from Linden, New Jersey. I brought it to the yard in Kenilworth. Then from there, they started giving me a itinerary to take and make deliveries to and from. Okay, and how many deliveries to and from did you make? I made like six or seven runs. Okay. And where were the runs to and from? Do you remember? Uh, Carset, New Jersey, to up uh, Niagara Falls. I come back, I go up to um, somewhere local, go down to Western Virginia, Western Kentucky, then time I go to Ohio. Okay. So you didn't get paid the first week. Correct. Were you supposed to be paid weekly or biweekly? Weekly, Honor. 
weekly. So yes. when you didn't get paid the first week, what did you say? I called him. Yeah, we spoke about it. So I'll take you next week. So next week came. He sent me down to uh, West Virginia. The West of Kentucky. But why would you go to West Virginia when you're still owed money and he hasn't paid you for last week? Because he said he was sending over by e-check, Your Honor. E-check is like uh, through trucking companies. You go to any truck stop, they can wire your funds within a few minutes. Okay. All right. So what happens? Uh, I went to Western Virginia, West of Kentucky. I picked the two loads and I had to uh, turn around and head to Ohio. I got to Ohio, Your Honor, and uh, the truck was over. Uh, they loaded the truck. It was time for the truck to be unloaded, uh, to head back to New Jersey. Uh, Ohio Turnpike told me there's no way in the world you're getting back on this uh, on Ohio Turnpike because the truck is overweight, 15,000 pounds. So you had to do what? Take another route. I have a map right here to take another route a to map? come back. Yeah. What's a map? It's a scenic route. I haven't seen a map and <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a doily. You just put your beer on it. It's, 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 you it's, have it's, a map? What kind of truck has a map? Don't no, you guys have GP? In other words, you it's brought another... it for me because you thought I used maps. No. It's another, it's, it's, <laughs> It's for, for me to take a uh, turn of the route. I couldn't get back on the highway, no way around. So what'd you have to do? You went local all the yes. way back? Yes, through the back roads. Back roads. So that took you a lot longer? Yes, Your Honor. How much longer? 18 hours. 18 hours longer. All right. Um, and then when you got back, was he mad about how much? How long it took? Yes. Was he mad about anything else? He mad about the damaged goods. and um, What damaged goods? You didn't tell me anything about damaged goods. What happened was that when I picked up the load, Your Honor, uh, it took him to the, to, uh, to the receiver. The receiver checked the, the uh, wrapped the packages, and they spoke to him about it. They said it's not the the driver's error; it's from the shipper. How does the how do they know? Because they had a problem with other uh, other the other shipper. So they had another problem that came in another truck from the same merchant. Yes. Okay. Plus, I imagine they would know if the box was damaged. Yes. Was the box damaged? No. All right. All right, so in any event, um, what's he tell you about your salary at that point? Well, he fires you. Yes. All right, like, and does he... Uh, manifest. He said, hand me your manifest. Yes. Which is like saying, I'm ripping your stripes. Yes. So you knew you were fired, and then did you say, where's my paychecks? Uh, he said, you know, he, he didn't, haven't gotten paid yet. He gave me a call a certain amount of time. It's been over 60 days. I'm hearing nothing from the gentleman. And all this happened when? In March? Yes. Let me hear from you. What's going on? What's your version of this? Well, pretty much my version is uh, Roy had come to me and was looking for a position. He said he needed money for a cell phone. I took him in. I spoke to him. I said there'd be two days of training without pay because he portrayed himself as having more experience than he did. He didn't Wait, I don't understand. Back up. There'll be two days of training without pay. Correct. Okay. And then what had happened was... What's the two days of training? He would ride with another driver. Okay. And to learn how to use the lift gate, maneuver traffic, use the GPS, which I did present to him, which I went out and bought specially for him. And then what happened was uh, he disappeared for a while because I, I had gotten him a phone, originally a phone, that he needed. So I said, he said, please, would you buy me a phone? I said, sure. I'll lay out the phone for you. I, I laid about 200 bucks out. Then he said to me, my dispatcher had called the phone. The phone was disappeared. He said he couldn't find the phone. <laughs> so oh, you don't know the story. So, so you then, then buy him another phone. I went and bought I tried to be fair with this guy. You didn't pay him for his work, so he feels no, you didn't try to be He didn't even fair. do any work for me yet. Wait, what are you... Wait, not I, yet. Did he... He just described having gone on, like, six different deliveries. Yes. Did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you pay him for his labor? He was supposed to be 100 a day. I did not pay him. Well, then where are you trying to be fair with him? Well, I gave him the, I gave him the money 
before he even started working for me. With the, with the phone money. I gave him phone yeah, money. Yeah, but how, how fair does that make you when you didn't pay him for doing all these runs for you? You got paid. Like, why, why would he not get paid for, do, for working? Like, who works without getting paid? No, it's not that he didn't get paid. The bottom line was he just... He disappeared for days. Okay, tell me what you mean by he disappeared for days. He didn't call. He never got back to us on, on things that he delivered. I had customers screaming at me. I mean, For what? For no deliveries. He didn't make deliveries. He Are you referring to the, day, the time when he had to take an alternate route because you had him too heavy? No, I didn't have him too heavy. I had a GPS working with him, and he decided to disappear, which I had no idea. How do you do that when you have a GPS on him? How, how can you disappear? How, how, how can he, he had an actual GPS on right, him. Right, but do you track your driver? See, I didn't have it then. I have it now. You have but it I, now. I have it now. Yeah, but you're, I have you it should then. have that. But I have the damage report from the customer mm -hmm. that said it was missing boxes and there was damage on it. Okay, let me see that report. One. And so, did you have to pay any money to the. No, I did not. Know. Oh. I just. So, I'm just missing boxes to you. was whose fault? Was well, it his fault? Oh, yeah. It was his fault. Oh, definitely. Because what? Because you get a lock and key when you pick up from a customer. You pick up freight from one point to another point. And did point. the paperwork, did he sign paperwork that says I picked up 32 boxes, but he only delivered You'll 31? Right there, you could see. What was in the boxes? Uh, expensive uh, candles for ladies. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to say cameras or something, <laughs> no, but you're no. saying expensive candles. That customer candles. was very upset. Uh, what was each box, what was, the box that was missing was worth what? It was probably worth 300 bucks, two, 300 bucks. Because that's what they're asking me for, $300. They were exactly asking Did you me. pay it? No, I did not. Why not? Because I worked it out with them. To what? Not pay them at all. Oh, well, then you're not damaged at all. So what's the other reason why? He's disappeared. I, he disappeared what does numerous that mean? times. He basically had a truck that I rented from Penske, and he disappeared for the, out of the six days. What days did he disappear? I don't have the exact dates, ma'am. I don't have the, Your Honor. I don't, I don't get mad at me date. that you don't have the exact date. What are you mad at? What are you mad that, that the judge is asking you, okay, you're not paying him because he disappeared. Can you be more specific? And then you get mad at me? Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So does the plaintiff have a right to get paid even if the defendant's unhappy with the work? What do you say? Paid is paid. Love is love. Uh, yeah, okay, he's unhappy with the work. He says the work sucked. Yes, he performed the service. He should get paid. Even if it, even if it wasn't up to par. Yes. What do you say? I mean, he did what he did, so he should get paid for it. But what he did, suppose it was deficient. Suppose he was a crappy truck driver. He should still get paid for his time. That aside, that is a cool look. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I like it. I like it. Okay, going inside the courtroom. Did you disappear? No, Your Honor. What does he mean? What do you think he means when he says that? Your Honor, do you... to be frank with you, I'm doing uh, about DOT for commercial drivers, anything you drive over 10 hours, to take an eight-hour book, eight-hour break, and it says in the back of DOT logs, he would emphasize that every time we spoke on the phone. So he, he would did. emphasize that. Yes, he did. Make sure okay. your logbook is up to date. Make sure everything's up to order. Okay, so what does that have to do with what I asked? He says you disappeared. Did you disappear? No, no, Your Honor. Other than taking longer to get, did you lose your phone or something? No, Your Honor. Did you not call in? I called in every time I dropped the load off, Your Honor. I picked the load up. Did they want you to call more often? Maybe, maybe he's like I am with my daughters, where I want updates every 30 minutes. You know, I don't know. But, that is the truth. How, is, how does anything you're saying, do you, don't you feel a little bad? 
Like while I'm cross-examining you here, like yeah, don't you? I feel bad. Good. I felt I felt bad in the beginning when I gave the money up front before I even started working. Are with you me. talking about that phone again? Yes, I am talking about that uh, phone well, again. What do you think he's supposed to, to to work for you for a couple of trinkets and thirteen dollars? The guy oh. worked for two weeks picking up loads. You're really funny because in your in your answer to the complaint, you say, "Let's see, oh, I love this." Go. You know what I'm going to read, right? Yeah, I know what you're going to read. I of know course you, you do. Okay. The plaintiff is suing me for $2,000 for two weeks of work. Two weeks. He did two drives. He worked for several days tops for both mm -hmm. jobs combined. He cost me all sorts of money in that short time. I don't know him anything. He thinks the white man is just out to take advantage of him. Okay. That's what he said to me. Did he say that to yes, you? Yes, he did say that to me. What did he say, exactly? Just what you just said. The white man is out to take advantage of I don't know. You, I don't know. What, what did he it, say? What did it you, could have what been did... a smooth situation. It's a bunch of baloney. It could you have didn't been... pay the guy for two weeks. It is a Let bunch of baloney. Let me tell you something. Okay. You what do I mean I think so? Did you pay the guy? No, I didn't pay him. No. Where do you think this is going? Okay, I know where it's going. I okay, $2,000 verdict for the plaintiff. That's where it's going. Pay the man. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. We got your counterclaim for 400 Hold on. Wait. You're going to break my chops. Okay. No, not, actually. <laughs> Did he pay $200 for phone? Then you lost it. Then you went. All right. Um, yeah, but he doesn't want your phones that you've been using, that God knows what happened to it in the meantime. What he wants is for you to pay him back. That was the original deal was that he would pay you back, right? Yes. Is that right? Correct. Okay, so we're subtracting the $400 from that. Okay, okay. so you win on your counterclaim. Thank you. Well, the plaintiff prevails, Mr. Weiser, to defend it's on his way out of the case. You knew what was coming, didn't you? Sure you did. sensed it. Of course I did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Why didn't you pay him? Then you wouldn't have to be here. It wasn't so much the payment. It was just being, you know, he was very sneaky about things, and I got upset about it. So that's what happened. Okay, well, even the audience applauded <laughs> once you found against you. You know that. I know. Well, I'm sorry, but you lost today. Yes, I did. Okie doke. Thank you. On your way out. <laughs> Here comes Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams, you yes, feel sir. better? Yes, a lot, brother. All right, you, I bet you do. You're getting your money, although you had to pay for the phones. It was $1,600. Uh, I'm happy as always. Thank you. Okay, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Good enough. Bye-bye. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, here's the deal. Um, if you do work for somebody and they don't pay you, most states have a labor commission. It's a state department. Call the labor commission. They can often help, and what they can do is, um, if somebody is wrongfully withholding wages, they can actually assess a penalty in some states. So check that out. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, George Stewart. He says he rented an apartment in a two-family home owned by the defendant. And when he moved in, there were still items left behind from the former tenant. He asked the defendant to remove the items. He came up with one excuse after another. And now, 19 months have passed. And he wants to be paid for storage. That's right. The defendant's junk has been there for almost two years. And he feels he's entitled to $4,000 in fees. So he's suing. 
This is the defendant Motaz. He says he tried on multiple occasions to remove the washer and dryer left behind from his former tenant, but the plaintiff would never give him access to get them out. Every time he'd send workers to remove them, he would give them a hard time. In fact, he used the washer dryer and caused a flood because they were broken. Bottom line, he's given the plaintiff 30 days to vacate or he's going to file for eviction. Oh, him? Ha! He's accused of taking his sweet time. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff rented an apartment from the defendant, but the prior tenant left behind a washer dryer and a treadmill, and the defendant won't remove the junk. Now, the defendant says the plaintiff would never give him access, and he used the washer dryer. It's the case of one vicious cycle. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, George Stewart, you are suing your landlord. Mo you want us to refer to you only as? Mori or Motez. Motez. Yes. Okay, for uh, $4,000 in storage fees because the basement portion of the space that he's renting to you still has a prior tenant's washer, dryer, and treadmill for the last two years almost. Judge Your Honor. Okay. Talk to me. What happened? I moved into the apartment on October 1st, 2015. Uh, the tenant that was there before never vacated completely the property. Uh, his uncle decided that he was, he, he said that his uncle lived on the second floor. He said he the, the prior tenant's uncle happens to live on the second floor. Correct. So they <coughs> moved some stuff. He removed some of the stuff, uh, but sometime they went into the apartment through the basement. I got, uh, they got access through the basement, have a door to the second floor somehow. Even I wasn't in the apartment sometime when I saw them inside my apartment. You saw them inside your apartment? Yeah, they get access through the basement, through a door. To your apartment? So yes. you didn't want them having access to your apartment? No, no when I'm not in a, in a of property. Of course not, okay. Uh, as a result of that, I missed one of my soup, even my American passport got disappeared somehow. So I notified the, the government and I replaced my passport. Um, what happened with the suit? Uh, it was gone. Well, now that's very strange because I thought that in your complaint, what you said was this. I was forced to put a two-by-four at the basement door to block entry because my passport and a suit went missing, which magically reappeared after I mentioned it to them. I, I, the, the, the passport appeared. I thought you said that you went to the government and got a new passport. I get a new passport because I, I get a new pass. I request a new passport. And after I request a new passport, the, my passport that was missing appeared. What about the suit? The suit never appeared. That's not how this reads, but all right. In any event, you have this issue with the people up there, but that's not what we're in court about. Correct. We're in court about your issue with your landlord. Correct. So you tell your landlord, I presume at some point, I want this, the washer and dryer don't work, right? Right. So you want them out of there and you want the treadmill out of there. Correct. Because you don't use a treadmill. Correct. And so you tell him that when? I tell them, um... How many times did you tell him? Oh, I tell him many times, I'm, and I... I, I test him, I talk to him on the phone. Uh, since, uh, as soon as I find out that- How many times did you tell him I want this stuff out? Uh, 
I would say about 15 times. 15 times. How many of them can you prove in court today? How many of them are in writing? Um, Texts or email or anything like that? I got at least six times. Okay, let me see the six times that you mentioned. I really want this stuff out of here. So he moves in and the prior tenant leaves all the, a lot of stuff behind. So why don't you get the washer dryer and the treadmill out of there? We tried to make a few attempts to take the washer and dryer out, but it looks like, you know, he, every time somebody goes to the house, they have an issue with him. So they don't want to go back to the house again. Okay, but I don't understand. It only takes one time to go to the house. They don't have to go back to the house again. I, they just have to get it out. I understand they have to get it out, but in order to get it out, you have to go down the stairs in the basement and open the door for the two apartments together. He should have, he had a lock on his apartment and the other guy has a lock on the other, on the other side. Right. So it, in order for them, they have to get together. I told them, unlock the door, and then one day we take them out. But I sent them a few people to take them out a few times already. Wait, wait, and but they why don't are you saying, wait, him. but what hard time is he giving them? He wants them out. So what hard time could he it's be giving not, them? No, it's not, it's not, the issue is not only that. Like, there was a few things in the apartment has to be done. And no, then, I don't want to hear about that. Okay. I want to hear about what efforts you made to take out, the, why there's a problem with taking out all that stuff from space that he's renting. That's there is from, no problem. Well, then why didn't you take it out in two years? Because it, he texts me, you have to give me a, a, a list of itemized uh, item that you have to take out every time uh, every time you call, you come to the house. What's and wrong with that? Why don't you just say, hours. I'm taking out the three items you told me to take out? I did, but you have to make plans. Well, yeah, why you can't have to you make, make plans, plans with him and somebody else. Yeah, but yeah. This so... issue just happened like two, three months ago. Oh he's no, been he's there a, hold on, hold on. He says he has 15 times that he's been telling you over the course of the last Maybe two years. Maybe the 15 times he said it was. They said them at the last two months. It was okay. not done at because the last year and a half. Because you're saying that the real problem that was... occurred recently, and that the reason why it's occurred recently is because you're now trying to evict him. Correct. When did you decide that you wanted to evict him, and why? So. Landlord didn't remove it for 19 months. Does the tenant get $4,000 for storage? Not $4,000. you get any money? Maybe a little something, but not $4,000. Why would he get any money? Because he did store the items. He still okay, but it's a washer dryer. What if the guy used it? What if the tenant used it? Maybe he dry cleaned. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I agree. I have to agree. What, with the dry cleaning part? Um, I definitely think that he uh, should get paid. Okay, going inside the courtroom. I only decided to evict him when I found a letter coming from uh, housing department. Uh, he called 311 and he made a complaint that there is no carbon monoxide alarm in the house and there is no smoke alarm in the house and there is a couple outlets, electric outlets that doesn't have covers on them. And really, you know, this is this is like it got my my motor going. Mm -hmm. You know, he should have called me to tell me. Even if you call me, I didn't have any time to fix it. Or I sent some people to fix it in the house, but they don't get along with him, so they don't go back to come back to the house again. Well, then you don't because hire them. You hire someone else. They don't need to I get did. along. With I them. hire three three people. Okay, show me proof of that. I I cannot show you proof yeah, of that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. It's okay. So but let's see what we got here. He says. Um, get your tenant to remove his laundry dryer sport machine. Uh, no, I want to see it on your phone. I don't want to see it. I don't even know what year this is. I'd like to see it on your phone. Do you have the date is there? I know that? just the date, not the year. Can I see it on your phone, please? Because you obviously got this off your phone, right? Got everything, all the tests are on my phone. Just show me the text. Okay. On May 11th, he texts you, please give me a time. I want to come to the apartment to make a list for when we meet in material. Goodbye, thank you. You say, let me know ahead of time, but that was supposed to be put on the table in court. 
He answers, I have to buy the material. You got a copy of the province, and I said, let me know ahead of time, wise guy. Since you don't say anything, then I will be home tomorrow until noon. If you can make it good, then I will be out. He answers at 11.51, I can come to the house at 12.30 if you are still there, or I can come now. It's 11.59. You're both playing games. He says, I'm not... uh, you say now. He says now is good. Then he says I'm here. And what happened that day? He left. He texts you, I'm here. And there's no text back and forth. Three days later, it looks good if we can meet between 12 and 1. And you text back, what are you talking about? And then you say, I'm here till noon. Follow the agreement. Why do you keep going at 12.30 when he keeps saying he's there until noon? And why do you keep not answering when he was there at noon? Your Honor, what happened is the civil court told me, you got to wait for him until noon. So that's why you keep coming at 12.30 and you keep leaving at exactly noon? No, they and said that, 9 the, to 5. I have the paper. It says... Let me see 9 to 5. It says 9 to 5. Let he me said, see. if he don't show by noon, you can go. So I wait for Where him. Did, is that in writing somewhere that if he doesn't show it's, by noon, it's you in can, a paper let me pr- see it. Let me see it. So then, uh, okay, now fast forward to May 25th. If you have time, we are going to try to take the washer dryer on Monday at 12. Please make a note. And then he answers you, meaning you are hoping to remove them? Then do the same with the walking exercise machine as well. Confirm this 24 hours before, please. To which he says, okay. But then you don't go pick him up at noon because he sends this really long text. It's the last text saying, once again, now it's 4 o'clock and you guys never came. What's that about? He just doesn't cooperate in anything. We no, do. no, you can't just say yes. that. What happened that day? That day was Memorial Day weekend. Well, then why did you tell him you were going to pick it up? The people didn't show up. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. It's not no, bad. I'm sick of both of you. Stop. That's okay. Uh, okay. I understand. Now, the bottom line is get, just get the stuff out, all right? Get the stuff out. When are you going to get the stuff out? We're going to make a plan right now because you're not going to get $4,000 because he hasn't gotten the stuff out. Because apparently your obsession with getting the stuff out started 19 months later. And it started because you filed a complaint and you retaliated, I guess, by telling him I want you out. So either way, you only have a month-to-month lease. So you got to get out at some point. Now, here's the thing. We're going to make a plan for you to get the stuff out. And that's going to be the day that you're going to get the stuff out. So... Do you know when your workers are available now so we can set that time right now? Any day on Wednesday. Any day on Wednesday at what time? Uh, 1 o'clock. Does that work for you or it doesn't work for you? If it's going to be at 1 o'clock, I'll be there waiting for you at 1 o'clock. That's when it's going to be. It's going to be at 1 o'clock. So if you have workers who then cannot go, then you send other workers. Do you understand? All right. There's no more playing around. So we're talking about next Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Everybody look at me. If you're fidgeting, you're not looking at me. We're going to put this in writing. Everybody's okay with next Wednesday at 1 o'clock, right? Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Fabulous. Don't let them leave until they have a signed order from me giving that date. Thank Uh, you. As far as this lawsuit is concerned, for $4,000 in storage fees, which is really all about the eviction, the verdict is for the defendant. But you will be taking that out, or I'll be revisiting that. I have my phone, Your Honor. Yes, you can have your phone. Well, the plaintiff didn't get $4,000 in storage fees, but he did get a date. You Correct. okay with that? You going to be there? Sure. Okay. He's going to come get it, and we'll get those out of that apartment. Sure. And then you'll be happy? I guess so. <laughs> That's what brought you here. Let's hope you'll be happy then. Okay? Sure. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. You must sign a few documents outside. 
Motaz, Mr. Motaz, right. you got a big smile on your face. Are you happy now? I'm always happy, yeah. But you're I'm always very happy? happy today, yes. Well, okay, so you're going to do it. You're going to have <laughs> yes, your guys there? Yes. Okay, very good. Sorry you had to come thank here, you, but thank you. stuff's been there long enough. Okay. Oh, Harvey? Okay, Doug, uh, guess what? Big news. The machines were removed. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Roy Jones. He says he brought his car into the defendant's shop for repair, and every time he fixed one thing, another thing broke. He feels the guy ripped him off because he felt he had deep pockets. He eventually had to junk the car. Now he's suing this con artist for every penny of the $1,661.83 he's owed. This is the defendant. Steve Melendez. He says the plaintiff brought him his car and he self-diagnosed all the problems. He also provided him with the parts to fix the self-diagnosed problems. He fixed all the things he was hired to. The car was running fine, and then he got this lawsuit from the court. Bottom line, the plaintiff must have ruined his car somehow and is now trying to pin the blame on him. Some people. He's accused of not getting it right. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff brought his car to the defendant's repair shop, says the shop made it worse, but the defendant says the plaintiff self-diagnosed the problem, and all the defendant did was supply the parts. It's the case of the unpopular mechanic. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Roy Jones, yes. you are suing uh, Steve Melendez's company. You've asked us not to mention the company name. For $1,661.83, the price that you paid him for labor and parts that you purchased and that you paid him for. You want all the money back because, according to you, the car's not working. What happened here? Yes, ma'am. Um, around um, August, I had my car um, emission tested and passed, and even the, the uh, attendant, you know, saying how good my car was running, especially it was a 1996 Volvo. 1996 1996. Oh, my I, goodness, your Volvo can drink. <laughs> it's old enough to drink. Okay, go ahead. No, I used I mean, to say old enough to vote, but now you can pick my president, but you can't have a beer. Okay, <laughs> so go ahead. This car was like in mint condition. It was really, you couldn't even really hear the car running. I mean, they commented on how nice it was. Uh, but anyway, um, during the emissions, that, well, after, after emissions, the tenant told me that, you know, I, that I should address two little problems. He said there was a little... A leak under my radiator that, you know, could have been, as he said, might have been like from a crack hose or something like that, you know, from the leak, and that I should have my um, steering column replaced because I had the steering column had sensors in it and, it, and my ignition light would stay on uh, longer than it, it should. May I mean, I my, see, my check engine. May light. I see your past? Uh, your emissions where you passed? Oh, I, I don't I don't have to have that. That was in July. I, I'm sorry I didn't okay. have that. But it, but that was the month before I brought it to Mr. Uh, well, if I had it, I could see that you yes, passed uh, and that yeah. it was a month before, but yes, I don't have I, it. I think, um, so I just have your testimony on it. All right, uh, so you bring it to him. Why, though, if it's so perfect? Because, yeah, yeah like I said, um, the uh, tender told me, you know, that I should have those you know, the dress before the next time I bring it, you know, to admission. Okay, so you bring it to him to do what? To have a, um, the radiator, uh, I put a new radiator, to have a new radiator put in and uh, steering column. Okay, and you is know, that what he brought it for you? 
What did, according to you, what did he bring it to, for, uh, to you for? The car wasn't running. It came in on a tow truck and needed a fuel pump. Did you tow truck? Did you have to tow it in? Uh, that was after the radiator. No, that was the that first. Was the, they had the radiator fixed. Okay, let me see all the paperwork. I and we'll see what it was. cards with the dates on it. How many times did he bring it into Four you? Four times. Once in August. The last time was in December. Okay. If you look behind the receipt, I have him writing it down that it was told by a towing service. Okay. That's a note that he wrote. That's his handwriting. Steve, have trouble with fuel flow. Won't start, underlined. Also need to check bottom hoses to radiator for leaks. And on the top is the tow company. So if it that won't, he, and on the top what? The, the tow company. The tow that company used to tow phone number. Me. So I guess it wasn't so good the first time you brought it to him. So a 21-year-old car, at a point, do you just take your chances when you bring it in? You do, but um, the repair shop also knows what their capabilities are, so they should give them, you know, tell them in advance what the consequences could be by fixing a 21-year-old car. You agree with her? Yeah, you, no, I don't. I think um, you take your chances. You take your chances. Okay, going inside the courtroom. I first brought it to him, it was because I had just purchased a brand new radiator and... Um, did you have to tow it in or didn't you? Because yes, I towed it in. Okay, so it wasn't even running. If you towed it in, no, it no, wouldn't uh, start. He had, he had, excuse me. Yes had, or no, would it start? No, no. Okay, ran, so now, no, wait, no. stop. No, you okay. just have to answer right. truthfully. So it yeah. didn't start. That's why you brought it to him. Have trouble with fuel flow won't start. It gets towed in. Okay, yes. and then what happens? What's on the second part of that same note, he said, check uh, radiator hoses on bottom. That's his handwriting. Need to check bottom hoses to radiator for leaks. I gave him prices on the radiator on that same page. Uh-huh. And uh, he didn't do it then. He came back the next receipt. Which is on what date? Uh, they're all in order. That one right there. Okay, which is August 17th, just a week later. And he brought, he brought his own radiator. He told me to change his starter because he was having problems with the starter. Okay. How did he leave with the car if he had had it towed in? The first time I put the fuel pump in, it drove, he drove away with okay. it. Okay. You'll see the, it's on the receipt while yeah, he paid for it and pump. everything. Yeah, the fuel pump, yeah. And you charge him 370 uh, $8 or something. Okay. Parts and labor. Yep. Okay. And so he brings it in a few weeks later to do what you had told him it also needed, and he gets that done. He replaces his starter. Right, but and he, bought, he bought his own radiator at that he point. Buy some, did you tinker in cars before this? Or? No, 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 ma'am. Okay, Not so enough. he went out and bought his own parts. Mm -hmm. Why? I guess he said the emissions guy told him he needed a steering column. It's right here. Okay. I replaced mm -hmm. the steering column like the third time. Okay, let's After talk. We starter. haven't even gotten it. Okay, so now there's a third time that he brings it in, and this is now November. Yeah, which is so that's here. done in November. Yeah. He pays you 247. He leaves. He's happy. When he leaves, everything's fine. But then he has to come back in December. Mm -hmm. uh, a month later, he comes back, and what is his complaint when he comes back in December? They're saying about uh, why is and. No, what is his complaint? You want to see this? Because I'm oh, not. Oh no, he just told me what to do. He, he never told you, my car is humming, my car no, is this. No, no, no. You, why weren't you diagnosing stuff instead because of letting he him Because he didn't want to pay for diagnosis. Oh, why, do you, why does he have to pay for diagnosis separately? Like, if you look at the car well, and you tell him, this is what it is, this is what it'll cost you, isn't that what you normally do? 
I do, but if somebody comes and they just want a diagnosis, I charge. Then what I do is I, if they do the job with me, I waive the diagnosis. Okay. I don't waive the diagnosis up front because okay. everybody will come for free diagnosis. So he'd do his own diagnosis. Yep. All right, so now in December, what's he get done? Remove and install two front sway bar. The sway bar lengths. So you have that work done, and then you haven't seen him since December? I haven't seen him since. And when did you uh, realize you were getting sued? Did he call you and complain and no, ask for his money me, back? They sent me it in the mail. When? Mm, a couple months ago. Okay, but did you hear from him after December? Or not no, a, just not at all. All right, sounds like you've got a 21-year-old car. Yes, ma'am. And as pretty as it may be, and as lovely as you say, because you started off your trial testimony with, I had just gotten it inspected, Judge. They were so impressed with it. But there were only two little problems they told me I should look into. So you bring it to him, it's in mint condition. He says, no, it wasn't. You had to have it towed in. And then after I push you, then you admit, yeah, I had to have it towed in. What did he do wrong? You keep ordering him, you keep telling him, change this for me, here's the part. And you're diagnosing it yourself. Mm -hmm. And you ask him to do the work, and then he does. And then other things go wrong with your car, because it's 21 years old. Why does this man have to reach into, who's the lady with you? That's my wife. Okay, reach into their family's pocket, yank $2,000, and pay you back when you're the one who made the decision to pour $2,000 into a 21-year-old car. And he did everything you asked him to. And you were actually telling him what to do. Mm -hmm. But either way, he's fixing these things. And then if something else goes wrong later, why is it his fault? Okay. Okay, Your Honor, this, this is how it happened. I, initially, I brought the car to him to have a, 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 a the, um, steering column and a radiator put in. Everything else was fine. When he fixed that, I, the next day, when I, you know, after he put the... the the radiator in. I went to, to the park with my dog and my friend here, and my car stalls out right in, because the radiator, matter of fact, the reservoir, it kept losing water. Okay, it here's what you're gonna have to prove to me. Okay. Have you taken your car to a mechanic who says the work this guy did was all crazy, it, stupid, unnecessary, and he should have never done that? Okay. Have you? What, what I'm trying Is to there, no, I need a mechanic to tell yeah. me that he did something wrong. I need a, another mechanic to say, what are you kidding me? He didn't even do what he charged for. I need some evidence that he did something wrong and now has to pay you back every penny you've ever paid him. Because what world would we live in if you tell a guy, change this and change that, and then he does and you pay him and then you go off and then your car needs more work. You know what, I want my money back for you changing this and that. Well, I don't even know what's wrong with your car now. What is wrong with your car now? Your Honor. I wasn't telling him what to change the What is wrong parts. with your car right now? It's junk. Why is it because junk? Because from overheating and and Okay, and, and how is that there. something you can pin on him? Because he, of the radiator. Okay, he, do you have, do you have the testimony, either orally, which I see you don't have a witness here, who's going, or by an affidavit, from a mechanic that agrees with you. Because you can't say he did that wrong. It could be that something else is wrong with your car because things keep going wrong with your car. So you can't recoup your money from this car on an honest businessman who repaired your car. It's not fair. So you have to prove to me he did something wrong. Do you have proof from a mechanic who's qualified who says what he did was wrong? 
Nothing. No Verdict no for the defendant. So, without any evidence, the plaintiff is unable to prove his case, and he does not prevail. You don't get to $1,600. So I'm sorry. You understand so, the judge's so decision? Am I. Yeah. I'm sure you're sorry. <laughs> yes. But you needed some kind of proof to give. Her. Yeah, I, I, I thought that I, you know, everything yeah. was going right. Because he, 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 he ripped me off. And I heard you but junked the card. Do you still have it? You, no, I don't. You I had junk, junk it. it. Yeah, you don't even have it anymore. No, no. Oh. You know, he caused me to spend a lot of money for your... All right. I mean, well, you're gutsy. I'm, Go ahead and buy, but, but, an, buy but, but, a radiator. But, but I, I'm satisfied. At least, I, you know, I stood up for it. Okay. Well, yeah. good. Congratulations yeah. from you. that point. Yeah. Okay. Take care. You must yeah. sign some documents yeah. out there. Bye-bye. Here comes Mr. Melendez. What do you have with you there? What is There's his steering column that the emissions guy told him he needed. I mean, how often do you have to change a steering column in a car? Hardly I've ever. never heard of that. Hardly ever. Yeah. But you did. But I did. He, he brought it to me, so I changed it. <laughs> okay. Well, look, thank you very much. You know, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You're okay. proved in the right. That's Good. what the, the judge says. Okay. Harvey? Okay. I mean, look, Doug, the, there's nothing apparent that the defendant did wrong here, so there's nothing the judge can point to. The bottom line in this case is the plaintiff needed an expert, and that's why the plaintiff lost. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.